Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'm your editor for the evening. Quick announcement up top, this is going to be the second to last episode for Werewolf. We're going to be starting off New Year's right with a new campaign for you all to listen to. That's right, that lone Twitter user that voted for me to run Iron Kingdoms is going to get what they want. I hope that it was worth the 10 seconds it took for you to click on it, buddy. On tonight's episode, Cypher makes a friend, and then doesn't like it. Ganon explains the plot so far, and Odessa and Sig go into a hospital and amazingly don't break any doors down. Welcome, listeners, to Werewolf the Apocalypse, Viva Las Vegas, Episode 11, Cypher never asked for any of this. This is the end of the beginning. I'll ask you this, my friend. Is this the end of the beginning? No beginning of the end. Is this the end of the beginning? I'll ask you, my friend. Is this the end of the beginning? No beginning of the end. The end of the beginning. So, Cypher, you get back to town, and you see, or you get into Sunrise Manor, and you see a, um, there's a Walmart, there's, uh, there's an AT&T, there's the Chuck E. Cheese, there's an Applebee's advertising for their karaoke contest tonight at 6 p.m. First prize, $5,000. Mm. I'll take a, like, a snapshot of it. Mm-hmm. Then think, maybe if we robbed a bank, and then continue on. There is a Bank of America. Mm, they're pretty evil. <laughs> the and Bank then, of America is down the street. You are welcome to go check it out. Okay. I guess I'll go. But you also I'm not know the- go inside the Bank of America. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'm trying to get the Chuck E. Cheese right to go talk to Crawdaddy. Well, Crawdaddy owns it, but uh, that's a good place to start. And no one gave me their cell phone number, right? Nope. God, it's evil. I couldn't. My cell phone got thrown out the window, as you recall. Oh, and because you threw your cell phone out the window... You couldn't tell me the but, numbers but, but to it's your the cell same phone. cell phone number. So if he ever gave it to you, it would still be the same. He could get a different cell phone that has the same number in two mm-hmm. hours. No, he couldn't. Never mind. <laughs> I would require him to stop by a, a Verizon or an AT&T. He went by an AT&T. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that in character. I don't know his number in character anyway. You can always, like, I'm going to help you out here real quick. You can always ask uh, Joey, or not Joey Williams, dear God, no. You can ask Johnny Wiseass, you have his. I mean, that's fair. I could have done that. Instead, I'll talk to Crawdaddy because that name sounds interesting. So you go in the Chuck E. Cheese? (laughs) Of course I go in the Chuck E. Cheese. So, this is a weird Chuck E. Cheese. The entire ceiling is nothing but mirrors. Uh... And they're having okay. an advertisement for a 21 and uh, up event for the entire weekend. Huh. Is there, like, just for adults at a Chuck E. Cheese? Yes. Are there, like, adult machines? Uh, it's it's just, it's basically, like, 
it's going to be they're going to be serving more alcohol it's it's more geared towards adults they they kind of were like discouraging kids from coming in so that the adults could have like a playtime experience without dealing with screaming children wait wait wait. i i want to know what are adult machines tony (laughs) um machines are are larger than ones made for children yes all of the animatronics have been replaced with holograms like what were you thinking like like blowjob machines i see what the actual at some point you get a certain amount of tickets like i don't know anyways i go into chuck e cheese i look see the mirrors i'll pull out my uh phone and i'll just like quickly do like a slow video turn and just because i'm not gonna trust my memory about this place it seems really weird you start noticing that there are like symbols of a bunch of different werewolf tribes on all the machinery yeah, and I'll like uh, take pictures or like quick videos of those, and uh, see if I can find any people who work here, so I can interrogate. Oh yeah, the place them. is empty. There's no one there. Oh, that's oh okay. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Oh. And I'm you hear this? Behind that Bank of America. Oh, oh, I run. <laughs> I run. I get out of there. I'm donezo. All right. Be nice to my goddamn bird. Um, as you go leaving, you look up. Uh, you notice that something is watching you from the building, and it's a bird. It's a it's a fucking South American blue gold macaw. All right, this place is weird, and Rock, all right, that's a friend. That's a friend. Come inside, Rock, friend, friend. My bird's the best. <laughs> all I hear is trap, trap, trap. Does that Someone not walk out of him? the building? Welcome to Chuck E. Cheese. My name's Gus. How are you? <laughs> I'm leaving. Good. I'm leaving. Goodbye. How? <laughs> well, that's sad. I was hoping to make a new friend. Oh well. I guess I'll just I'll go cuddle the guy downstairs. He's real pretty. Kind of a professional cosplayer. I never met one in real life before, but they're real interesting. He's asleep right now. He and his friends just left. Did you want to play some skee ball? You have shared way too much information to a stranger, <laughs> and it's made me uncomfortable. But well, because I'm... you said handsome cosplay, <laughs> I think I <laughs> might do... know who you're talking about. How to lure Tony into a creepy Chuck E. Cheese? Tell him there's a handsome cosplayer inside. You yes, because some... it's that guy. Do you want to come play some ski ball? I've got some free no. tickets left. Oh. I need to I need to find out what's going on. So, uh, well, can you leave me downstairs? All right, come on in. Let's go into the ball pit. <laughs> you are way too trusting. <laughs> what's your name? I'm Gus. I'm not allowed to leave the the, the vicinity very often. Mister Crawl Daddy don't let me go nowhere. But I would oh, really okay. like. <laughs> Wait, you know Mister Crawl Daddy? Have you seen him at all? I'm running low on snacks. Would you like a beer? Are you a pet? Nah, nah. He just kind of like stole me from the bike, from the uh, Everglades down in Florida, and raised me, and fed me, and taught me a bunch. I am a pet, damn it. Okay, you I'm play so. Mario Kart? I'm, I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> now. Am I being talked to by a human being, or yes. am I being talked to yes. by? Yes. Yes. Oh. This is a man. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a man in a straw cowboy hat, wearing. It is a, not the parrot. A wearing a printed floral Hawaiian shirt, and um, cut off cargo pants, and boots with like high white socks, and he's uh, he's got like Coke bottle glasses. Oh no, it's like the guy from Trailer Park. Boys. Okay. Um. Well. Um. Yeah. I'd prefer it if we just didn't talk and you just took me down to see my compatriot. Oh, yeah, I understand that. Some people just don't know when to shut up. I can't stand them people. I don't understand how people just talk, talk, talk when they ain't got nothing to say. I just, you know, sometimes I would just love some silence myself. There's a couple of people that come in here and I swear they just won't shut up. <laughs> He just looks intensely uncomfortable. Like, he well, looks back now. at the car. <laughs> come on now, into the ball pit with us. Um, is he in the ball pit? He pulls a lever and the ball pit opens up and the balls just kind of like fall down a shaft and a massive staircase appears. That's just <laughs> so much of a mess. <laughs> Not really. Every time I do this, it actually runs the automatic cleaning cycle, so all the pee that gets in here from when the kids are here on Friday night, it gets taken care of, like, almost oh, daily. Oh, that's so gross. Ew. Okay. A, this is a really great way to sanitize things. Honestly, I can't stand swimming in pee. So, come on down. I'll show you my room. Do you like figurines? I've got a bunch of them. You One of your friends doesn't know what figurines is, and I'd really love to teach him. He was real handsome, even though he's missing an eye. Anyway, your buddy's sleeping in here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to rush downstairs and <laughs> which door? <laughs> there's there's a dog barking insanely behind one of the doors. <laughs> like furiously barking. Is it the door that he points to that holds uh -huh. my. <laughs> There's a Pokemon poster on it. Hey, Brennan, what's yeah. your character's name again? Is it Ganon? Yeah, it's Ganon. Yeah, I thought it was that. <laughs> hey, Ganon! I just start banging on the door. Poppers, I'm trying to get my beauty rest. Ganon, open the fucking door. Your gerbil stands, uh, Ganon, your gerbil stands on your shoulder at the ready. If it had daggers, they'd be in its little paws right now. Oh my god, that's so good. What, what did we name the gerbil? I don't know, what did you name the gerbil? Alright, down, soldier. It relax. it like relaxes a little, but stares intently at the door. I, I walk over and open up the door. Perfect timing, Gally. Thank you for the assist. <laughs> Alright, so when you do that, Kong walks out in, like, a really stocky stance and looks up at Cress, or not at Cress, at Cypher, and just sniffs at him. Hoof. Hoof. Do you want to describe Kong to, uh, Cypher? Kong is an old, grizzled, former dog-fighting, uh, dog. He is... A mastiff, like a, a very large mastiff with almost, and he's got some pit bull in him. There's a couple of scars on him, but 
he's just pure muscle. I feel like he's like a Cane Corso Mastiff mixed looking dog. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. And he just kind of looks and goes, hoof, 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 hoof. <laughs> Fucking dog. Uh, the parrot flies back down and lands uh, on like a pipe. And she goes, ah! hello, hello. <laughs> I look to Cypher and I hand him the bag with the beta fish in it. I don't, I don't take it. The, um, so, no, I don't want whatever that is. I feel and, uh, the fish backs up and, like, recoils in the bag, looking offended. And as you say that, the bag bursts as the fish stands up into full were-shark uh, stature. And then goes back into the form of a beautiful woman with flowing long hair and, uh tan skin. She's clearly of Samoan descent. And she yeah, I definitely did not want that. <laughs> and she just looks at Cypher and goes, well. I back up. Then I guess <laughs> you're not coming to the luau. But thank you for what? rescuing me. Here, what if we... you ever need me, here's my card. Tony, I need you to write something on your character sheet. What the fuck I is feel happening? Like... I feel like Ganon opened the door and just instantly looked like Ace Ventura with all the animals coming out. <laughs> I just opened up the door, handed it to him, and was like, Alrighty then! <laughs> like, you open the door and you got the parrot that just flies down and lands next to you. You got this little gerbil sitting on your shoulder, this dog down at your feet, and then you're like, here's a fish. So... On your character sheet, Tony, you've played Fallout, right? Yeah. You know the mysterious stranger feet? Oh. <laughs> you have a one-time use mysterious stranger feet. If you are in trouble, this were-shark will come to your aid in combat once. Alright, so I got one use of mysterious shark. Stranger feet. Mysterious I don't even know. Okay. I have so many questions, I'm not gonna like the answer. <laughs> well, you can start talking to Ganon about those questions. No, wait, Ganon, you have to hand him the fuzzy dice now. <laughs> no, I won those fuzzy dice. <laughs> I thought oh. you were giving them to him. I'm holding on to them in case oh. that he's not around and that we have someone who's terrible at driving needs them. You mean like See, everyone you know, else? I told you your friend was gonna be just fine. Hi there. Welcome to Chuck E. Cheese's. This is your buddy Gannon. We were just spooning in there earlier if you want to come cuddle. Oh god, we need to leave. <laughs> Damn, yeah, we need to no, leave it's right fine. Now. I got like an hour and a half of rest. It, it's fine. I'm, I'm well rested now. <laughs> You're gonna leave me, best friend? Man, I thought we were gonna play some oh, part later. I start leaving. <laughs> I start following. Uh, so, uh, Cypher, we're... Apparently, we're looking no, for something No, I can't hear you. Just hurry up and get out of the... <laughs> As you do this... I try to sush, Gus. <sighs> you try to what? Yep. So, um, actually, what I was going to say is uh, we're looking for something called a Curix, and apparently there's some... One of these things is in town. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, wait, you and them talk about them Curix? No, no, we need to get out of the building first. Get out of the building first. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> you guys are out on the street in front of Chuck E. Cheese. You okay, guys aren't I, like, like staring no, at you guys longingly through the window. Go, okay. Gus, get in, get in, get in the shitty car. It's right here. Gus, get in the shitty car? No, no, no. Gus, better not get my fucking car. Gus, <laughs> uh, Gus, you know that you have to stay here. It's part of the plan so that we can win the karaoke contest. He just kind Someone of looks has to man the, sadly, the, the Chuck E. Cheese. He looks out the window like people do in sad music videos. I give like, him, I, I raise my hand up to him for a high five. He just like puts his hand like gingerly on the window. Like he's just waiting for you to come back. Oh no. Don't worry, Gus. I'll visit. He nods and like gets this really stern face and just like... <sighs> And nods at you as like the rest of your menagerie comes out of Chuck E. Cheese and piles into Toadie's car into the back of the station wagon. This is beautiful. All right, Ace Ventura. All right, so uh, I'm gonna pull the fuzzy dice out and hang them on the uh, on, on on the rearview mirror. Tony, <laughs> while these dice are in your car, you gain a plus four to all drive rolls, regardless of the uh, the maneuverability of your vehicle. Is there a way uh, where I can just not accept? You don't want to? I'll, I'll accept them on the car. Um. Alright, let me start with the first question. Probably the most important one. Karaoke? <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, there's a karaoke contest, and uh, we win $5,000 if we win. That'll fix the plan, right? I mean, partially. It's like $5,000. I mean, you could buy a whole new shitty van with that, right? You can buy... No... Like, no. <laughs> also, um, who is quick, that thing? The were shark. Oh, I have no idea about the were shark. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Gus is a were gator. Okay. <laughs> oh, also, while we're driving, if you could take. The most roundabout way, so that we do not go near the Bank of America, like, at all. That would be fantastic. <laughs> oh. Why not yeah, the Bank don't... of America? There's an old woman in there that really wants my dick. <laughs> Does she own the bank? Perhaps manager? No, she's just a teller. I mean... That could be useful. <laughs> um. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, three. Where is everyone? Well, I think that Cress and Kaya are off making, uh, are dealing with, uh, some locals who you, who try to win the karaoke contest and Sig and Odessa are doing the same thing. We're trying to hedge our bets. Are you telling me that we're taking time to win the karaoke contest by 
sabotaging the competition. <clears throat> uh, yeah, more or less. It seemed like the best way to get the van fixed at the time. I think he's going to pull off uh, probably into a 7-Eleven or to some other like parking lot. He's going to park the car. He's just not going to say anything or respond. He's going to get out and get to the front. And he's just going to put his fingers between his eyes and just breathe. You've pulled into the parking lot of the Nevada, State of Nevada Division of Welfare. <clears throat> Which means that uh, Kaya and uh, Kresimir may interact now. Um, for you. You guys, you guys see me in a mouse costume. Well, you see I, a mouse I, costume coming you out. See, you see a mouse costume coming out of this place. It looks like Chuck E. Cheese mascot just wandering out. And, and there's Kaya. a very short uh, Chuck E. Cheese mascot walking out of the building. I wave to the Chuck E. Cheese mascot. I wave to Chucky, knowing who it is. Uh, I'm just know? gonna. <laughs> Uh, Cress, do you walk out with the Chuck E. Cheese mascot? Yep. Wearing the Chuck E. Cheese uniform. Damn. Alright. Uh, I'm just gonna wave at uh, Ganon when he waves at me. Alright, uh, is it all taken care of, guys? Yeah. Yep. She's playing yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. Uh, I made sure that Gus stayed back, you know, because he was gonna just leave the Chuck E. Cheese unattended. Yeah, she went to go tell her husband, so that way they can go play skee-ball and such. Okay, well, I'm, uh, all rested up. Um, what, are uh, is it getting time for me to perform, or what? Oh, you know what? I need a costume, don't I? I'm, I'm sure you can borrow this one if you want. So, Ganon, you told me that, um, there was something else important we had to deal with. Oh, yeah, 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 there's something, uh, apparently one of the Curix things is in he around here. We're not sure where, though. Uh, okay. Um, Perhaps we should, um, follow that lead instead of this karaoke. I thought you wanted the car fixed. I do, but this other thing seems more pressing. I mean, if we had any other information, I'd be totally willing to do that, but we're kind of you at a dead end. Somehow gathered information about people who do karaoke and somehow sidelined them so that you would have less competition at the karaoke. <laughs> I have confidence that perhaps... You would be good enough to find other information. <laughs> Thank you for being the group dad. <laughs> I, mm, listen, Cypher, I don't exactly have information gathering skills. I don't know if you if you remember, but I tried to find the blueprints to that facility that we raided. It nearly destroyed me on social media. Oh, you poor thing. What's the social media? It's when you go be social with the media. Oh, got it. What's the media? You know what the media is. You go to concerts all the time. Shush, shush. I wanted to hear him explain it. Damn it. 
Never mind. Well, I mean, considering that this is some sort of, I'm going to assume, mystical thing, maybe talking to someone in the group who uh, has more information in the mystical arts. That's Jake's character sheet, not mine. Are you sure um, mystical is the way? I mean, I got, I can, I got some dots in investigation. I can go like investigate some shit. Yes, I was thinking <laughs> occult. Uh, I can't. I can't help you with that. Sorry. I got rituals though. That you might know, actually be useful. I also have three dots in expert knowledge, urban area knowledge. Um, uh, maybe you can track something around? up with that. What was that, Julia? You've just been letting them wander around when you're like the fucking local expert. Really, this is great. I love you, Britt. <laughs> hey, I'm just here to have some fun. Okay. Um. Are you able to pull up a copy of the werewolf book on your phone? Possibly. I'm going to switch back over to Odessa and Sigurd. If you can look up werewolf uh, rituals, that might actually help you. And when we come back to you guys, we'll explore that. Odessa and Sigurd are in the hospital. Yep. All right. Odessa, if... You could make me a Gnosis roll to activate your 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 mirror glasses, your your Avengers sunglasses. Yeah. Okay, so it's gonna be the Gnosis of the glasses, and then I'm gonna roll my Gnosis, right? That's the difficulty. So the difficulty oh. is seven to activate, and you're gonna gotcha. roll your Gnosis as the. Got okay. All right. All you needed was one success. You activate it, and now to step into the Umbra. It is normally a difficulty nine, but it is now also a difficulty seven. Because I believe that was the plan, correct? Yeah, I'm going to try and investigate from the Umbra and try not to, you know, die. Okay. And I have a question. Um, before I decide to just go straight for the physical, I'm going to attempt the Umbra, but what do I need to roll for that? You roll straight Gnosis, difficulty nine. Okay. All right, Christina got two successes. <laughs> nope. You botched. I did not work. What happens when you botch an Umbra roll? That's a good question. Oh, shit. Can you even botch those? I don't know. Yes, yes, you can. And that oh. happen. Oh, shit. Okay. So, you don't step into the Umbra, but something steps out of the Umbra. Oh. Um. Odessa, run. <laughs> I'm in the Umbra! Yeah. Alright, so Odessa's in the Umbra, and you are go. now alone in this room with a very, very large uh, creature. Cool. This is why I took Predator's Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> it stares down at you with, like, its six red eyes. How large are we talking? Um, Bigger than you in Karino's form. Really? Yes. So this thing is not having a good day in this hospital. Uh, one of its three limbs, the one in it, uh, in the center of its chest, reaches out with a four-clawed hand mm -hmm. and kneels beside you, like on the ground, mm -hmm. and just kind of like cocks its head to the side. Just... <laughs> Uh, give me one. Mm, 
I'm going to see if that works. What you want to do? Well, I'm thinking, does Predator's Arsenal apply to fangs or just to um, the claws? I need to look that up. This so. thing is not threatening you. I didn't say it was threatening me. Mm -hmm. Showing one's dominance is necessary. Ah. Uh. So that's why I was like, you know, if I do the teeth, that would be great, but I don't know if that is a part of Predator's Arsenal. So I'm looking. That's also part of, um, oh, you just want to show your, uh, your wolf teeth? Yes. That's a partial transformation? I can't do that. That was one of the flaws I took, remember? Yeah. Um, <laughs> how else would you physically show dominance? Um, standing up straight. Uh, as a wolf, it would be hackles raised, um, teeth bared, looking them in the eyes. Well, you can still bare your teeth. Okay. Um, do you have anything in intimidation? Yes, I do. Can you roll me charisma and intimidation? Also, isn't Sig, um, which, which, um, sorry, which auspice is Sig again? Philodox. Never mind. Yeah. Okay, so we said charisma and intimidation. Mm -hmm. Can I do leadership instead of intimidation? <laughs> yes. yes. Fantastic. Um... Uh, difficulty standard or or yes. higher? Okay. Difficulty six. Well, you only needed one. Okay. It lowers its head to you, and just kind of like its mouth opens up in six directions like a plant, and you see rows upon rows of hook teeth. It uh, it lets out a very like calm purr. When it does this, turns and reaches into the air, looking like it's pulling back a curtain and uh, bows its head for you to enter the Umbra. I growl out a thank you and go on my way. <laughs> it follows behind you. Aw, aren't you such a great, great little thing? You're adorable. As soon as you get into the Umbra, it turns, uh, its form shifts a little bit mm -hmm. into something quite beautiful. It looks like a, um, like the spirit of, like, a person mm -hmm. that was once very pretty, and they, and they are glowing, but you can tell that they were, that they have died, and it was in a horrific fashion, but because of how they interact in the Umbra versus the real world. That's where the shift. Mm -hmm. And then as it just kind of nods at you and moves along. I call, I call out, out and thank uh, you. Quick question. Mm -hmm. Do I see this? Yes. Uh, would you say it's a spirit? Yes. Cool. I have spirit speech. So I can speak to spirits. Okay. Uh, so say thank you to it. She stops. In turns, and just says, "You are welcome." I nod and uh, look to Sigurd, and just like, "So shall we?" Yeah, let's let's do this. So, the Umbra here is very uncomfortable. Um, everything is in odd shades of 
screen, there seems to be like the similar hallways that you're used to, but there's some passageways that lead down staircases that aren't actually there. Um, there seems to be rotting vines growing all over the walls. There is a putrid liquid dripping from some of the ceiling tiles. Um, every once in a while where you step, you, uh, you see, like, uh, radioactive-esque, kind of, like, disgusting-looking creatures skittering away from you. Um, it's clear that this, this part of the Umbra is very, very tainted. So I'm pretty sure this is the first time that, uh, Sigurd's been in the Umbra. So he's just like freaking out a little like, uh, where are we? Where are we going? This is why is it dripping? What's uh, going, going on? Just just to give you a reminder, Julia, I may hate myself for doing this, but I have the merit spirit magnet and mm -hmm. I also have spirit heritage rank two for animal spirits. Okay. You don't have any animal spirits. Uh, what is your are do you magnetize specific types of spirits to or is it just any spirit? For rank two, the spirits note your arrival. You bring your chosen spirit to mind and others when they look at you, uh, though few understand why. And my chosen spirit is animal spirits. Okay. Yeah, there's no animal spirits here. But you do start noticing, like, as you're walking through, you know how a lot of hospital doors have, like, little windows on them? You start seeing a face moving along, like, past the windows. <laughs> kind of like following us as we go by the mirrors type of thing? Or yes, not kind of. But yeah, but like through the glass. Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna kind of very quietly say to Sigurd, I was like, we might have someone following us. I'm not sure. I don't know if we should stop and try and figure out what it is or we should keep going. Your choice. You, As you travel, you start hearing waves. Like, not the animal, but, like, wailing cries. Um, children, babies, adults, just anywhere from ranging from, like, a quiet, dull, aching moan to, like, the occasional shriek of excruciating pain. Um, you hear uh, children crying out for their mothers, and you hear... Um, adults weeping about they're never getting a chance to say goodbye. There's just so much oppressive pain and emotion that has somehow coalesced as you go further down this hallway. Uh, Odessa seems pretty unfazed by this, actually. Pretty sure Sigurd's not. Sigurd's <laughs> freaking out. Sigurd doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Sigurd does not like this. So I, I put like a hand on Sigurd and I was like, this is normal-ish. It's just- Are you kidding? There are children crying. There are on, children crying. It depends on where you're at in the Umbra. We're at a medical facility. So kind of connect the dots. That's so fucking creepy. I hate you. <laughs> I think it's also messing with the dog, too. <laughs> you specifically hear one baby crying from the door to your uh, direct left. I think oh. we should just keep going. Just It's going to be hard, but try and ignore it. 
I, I feel like Sigurd would have to roll willpower to be able to yes, resist you that. Will. You will. Yeah, because of his past. Uh, this is not going to be good. Have fun with this. Uh, God. Um, I have a mark in one of my boxes for willpower. Does that mean it's uh one less? You have what? A mark in one of my willpower boxes. I think that means that I lost a willpower roll. Uh, you spent a temporary willpower during a combat. You would have regained it by now. Okay. I don't know anything about this shit. Cool. No, you're good. I'm happy, to, I'm happy to get So, difficulty <laughs> seven. Okay, just, just check. There you go. I did not pass. I didn't botch, but I didn't pass. Okay, so... <laughs> you start... You don't have a complete emotional breakdown, but you start walking towards the door to open it. Okay. Sigurd, no. No. It's it's not worth it. It could be something you, sure? you don't want to... It could be something the we don't want to deal with. The spirit that you have been seeing just kind of pops up in the glass in front of Sigurd and just starts shaking its head. His eyes are wide. There are no pupils. They are pure white. But his eyebrows are raised and he's shaking his head as if saying, don't do it. Don't go in here. So I think you should listen to the spirit. Because uh, I don't know what goes on here. And just like kind of gently like put an arm around him and just kind of lead him towards where we saw the, the suits going. I will allow her to lead me away and just mumble. Sounds like my children. The uh, the spirit uh, like glitches a little bit when you say that and then disappears from the window. I'm going to keep going towards where... They're talking about the records room and uh, wait, should we go to the records room or should we go to where try and find them to see about the survivor? Cause I think both of those are probably important at this point. So try and find the suits yeah, and the survivor. Okay. So you kind of, so if you keep going straight, you're going to head right into the record and there is the layout in the Umbra is, Similar to the hospital, but not the same. Um, so you know that where you guys were in the physical mortal realm was very close to the ICU, which is where they would have taken that guy. Um, but you don't, when you turn around to maybe backtrack, it's shifted. Oh, not this bullshit again. All right. What do you mean um, again? What's going on? The umbra likes to shift. So it, it's not always going to look the same. So it's going to be a little bit of us trying to find our way around here to where we need to go. Uh, okay. can, I, can I try and roll maybe like perception and enigmas or investigation or something to see if I can try to figure out um, the shifting and get us to the ICU. Roll me, yeah, roll me enigmas with that. Enigmas would work because that's about puzzle solving. Puzzle, puzzle solving, solving yeah. So is perception okay for that? Wits. Wits, wits and uh, enigmas? Okay. Unless you want to spend time working on it and then, uh, intelligence. But if you want to just get a quick, 
uh, reaction, then it would be. Wits is fine. Okay. Even wits and enigma. What about wits and occult? Would that help? You can roll that as well. Difficulty is going to be six. Okay, okay, I'll do. I'll do wits and occult. Uh, okay. I I got six successes. Huh? Two over here. Yes, you did. Okay, good to go. Um, so Sigurd, you you kind of know that you need to be heading east. Odessa, you you know that you're going to be making a series of you're not exactly sure of the exact order, but it's going to be like two lefts and three rights, and you have no idea in what order they're supposed to be in. Okay. I mean, I'm going to try however I need to to be able to go. So if we have to sit and literally just figure out left, left, right, right, left, right, and then backtrack, we'll have to just do that. Do you turn around? Like, what do you do? Well, is it behind us that we feel like we need to go? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have to turn around and go behind us. Standing in an uncomfortably close proximity to you is that same spirit. The one that was on the the door shaking their head at us? Yes. Oh. Hi. It kind of looks at you and, like, weaves a bit back and forth, glitching every so often. Um, it's, uh, its mouth appears to be just a gaping hole. And it looks like it's trying to speak, but can't. They're dressed in a hospital gown. Hi. Is there any way you could lead us or point us towards where the ICU would be? We're trying to, to find someone. It gently reaches out to take your hand that has the tattoo on it. I, uh, I take, uh, my glove off and, uh, you know, put my hand out towards it. It places, uh, two fingers, it's, uh, pointer finger and middle finger on the back of it, and you hear a voice clear as day. Please help us. There are people here. They are causing the toxicity. I will happily lead you to them. But the longer they stay, the more of us will disappear. The more pain we will all be in. I I take a second and I relay that to Sigurd. We, we need to find some way to help them. Okay. We definitely would want to find a way to help them because that does not... This doesn't sound real good. Um, it's just really fucking creepy in here, so I'm sorry if I'm really distracted. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna follow you on this because you are the you are the specialist in this area. They hold a shining light. Protect that light so long as they hold it. We are in pain. Do you know where the light is? Can you lead us to the light? It left a few hours ago around the neck of a young woman. But, but- those people know where she will be. They will hurt her to get it. Can you tell me more about this young woman so we can find her? Long 
golden hair, eyes green like grass or gems or a great forest, a voice like an angel. Sid, we're looking for a woman with long golden hair, uh, very green eyes, and apparently a voice like an angel who's got um, around her neck something that we need to help with this. We need to find her. Okay. Um, did they know? Did they know where she might have gone off to, or like what direction she went in, or anything? Anything that could be used uh, to sure. find this child. She left a few hours ago, but let me ask. So I asked the spirit, you know. The spirit nods to you both. I will take you to the last place we saw her. Okay. Thank you. Can I ever repay this kindness? Just leading us and showing us the way. We'll, we'll take care of it as best we can. Um, we also, like we said, we need to find the ICU so that we can handle a very similar issue. Do you wish harm done to one of these people? They're harming you and they're harming this place. There's someone who is hurt that we need to find because they might have information that can harm us. And children in our protection. I understand. I will lead you to the last location of the light. And then I will rally those of us strong that remain. We will get this information. We will steal it from the mind of this man. Thank you for protecting this light. All I ask is you harm no children. Please. We only Even... wish to let those voices, those small souls lost, we only wish for them to be at peace and joy. Once I steal this memory, these in thoughts from this man, he will have no thoughts. I will assure you. Good. And we will find this light. Yes. Okay. So the spirit just nods and takes fingers off of your the your tattoo and moves over to one of the doors. He reaches into the glass and it 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 ripples like water when he does this. And around you, the room begins to spin slightly. You feel almost as though you're floating in water. And when he removes his hand from the glass, you are standing in the physical realm in the room of a young girl. She's laying in a hospital bed. There's a man sitting next to, the, next to her. He's dressed in a uh, white doctor's coat a blue button-up shirt, and a pair of khaki pants. The little girl is probably about nine or ten years old, and um, she has long blonde hair and green eyes. And around her necklet, around her neck, is a sapphire necklace. Uh, is the the guy asleep? Yes, he's asleep. 
So I'm assuming uh, in the Umbra we cannot interact no, no, with... you got transported right into the physical. Oh, oh shit. You are now standing oh, shit. in her room. I must have missed that. Sorry. Yeah, no. The no, spirit took you, like, basically through a wormhole. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, you said you're not stealthy, right? No. I am slightly stealthy, so I guess I'll try this. Uh, I would like to gently... Actually, let me think about this for a second. We can either take... If she wakes up, you're better with children than I am. We could also just... Does she look like she's in a coma, or like... No, she's just sleeping. How old is she? Does she look? She's like nine or ten. She's a little girl. Okay. um, Odessa, you remember the spirit saying that she just needs to be protected. That the light needs to be protected. Yeah. Um, Why don't we just wake her up and talk to her? Instead of just trying to steal this necklace. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my brain is still on other things. Your brain is still in your not... LARP character's mindset? Yes, yeah. yes, it is. Which would, would tell you straight up, <laughs> we need to steal this necklace because we need to protect it. Fuck the uh, child. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at. Yeah, um, and then I was like, wait a second. No, this character does not do that. Okay. Um, so Sigurd definitely agrees with waking up the child gently, obviously, and uh, conversing with her to figure out what it would take huh, to either get the necklace or put her under our protection. Okay. So you guys wake her up? Gently. Oh. Real quick. What? Can I do sense worm for the room? Um, Good idea. I'm going to just give this to you. Uh, it's slowly creeping in from the cold. Gotcha. Okay. So look at Sigo's like the worm's creeping and we need to do this now. Okay, keep an eye on the worm. I'm going to gently wake her up. So, I wake her up. How are you? Hello there. Um, How are you feeling? I'm feeling better. Yeah? Daddy just got me my medicine. But he's been real sad lately. Why has why he been real sad? Well, mommy left. I hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> uh, your your mommy left. Um, yeah. Did did your fuck? Mm, why must you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. Brain is slowly getting back in a cigarette. Um. Okay. So. Mommy left you. Um, did did your mommy give you that pretty necklace that you're wearing? No, oh, Daddy got this out of a gumball machine. I think I don't. No, oh. no. This no? Was, this was Mommy's. The gumball machine necklace I lost at a theme park. Oh, that's that's very sad. Um, so your mom gave you that. Uh, yeah. I don't want to take it from her. Nope. Oh. Um. Do you do you know where your wait? <sighs> Fuck. 
Um, do you, wh why are you in the hospital again? Do you Dad know why? Daddy's a doctor here. He says I'm really sick. I have been for a really long time. Um, I try not to think it, but sometimes I wonder if that's why mommy... She was always so sad. But daddy's here, and daddy's really sweet, and really smart, and, and, and he's so funny, and, and he promised, he, he promised me that, that if we can, can get the money, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna take me on a, on a trip when, 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 when I get out of the hospital, cause, cause he said my treatment's almost over. Well, um, what if... What if your daddy and you uh, came with us and saw a better doctor who could really make sure that your sickness never returns? I'm going to need you to roll something to lie to this child. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to lie to the child. We could, we could totally take her back to the Cairn, right? I mean, do you know that there's any doctors at the Cairn? I mean, I uh, know actually that... Wouldn't I, since I check in there? Yeah. Yeah. You happen to know that there is a phenomenal doctor at the Cairn who uses <laughs> healing and modern medicine to take care of all the illnesses in there. And you also know that they have uh, connections with non-Pintex-affiliated hospitals. Okay. So, so as Sig's saying this, uh, I'm just going to kind of shift away from watching the, the worm creep in be like we we have some friends that could really help you i've seen them work and they're fantastic i think we could really help you guys what 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 well hello there who the hell are you oh uh, we're here to help you and your daughter oh little hannah Did yeah you make some friends while i was asleep <laughs> you little scamp hi tom cardell how are you tom hi tom hi Huh. We've heard a lot about you. Oh, have you? Who have you yeah. been talking to? Is it that Ethel down at the bank? She's a real firecracker. You know, you know, it actually was. Uh, she, oh. she said you were in a little bit of a tiffy. So, you know, we, we came down to help so to see what we could do. And we've discovered that we can, in fact, help you and your daughter. Oh, is that so? Well, you know what? <laughs> that sounds real swell of y'all. You're... I'm feeling kind of chummy about this one, but I, I can't believe I fell asleep in here. Ugh. Oh, it just, it happens, you know, I'm sure you No, I've got a, a meeting with one of my bosses and a, now, oh no, I'm late. I gotta go talk to the director of the hospital and then I gotta get ready for the karaoke contest. Oh man, Debbie uh, would be so upset if I miss that. Hey, look, if you guys can look after my little pumpkin for me real quick, I'll be back in two shakes of a lamb's tail. I gotta go talk. They don't normally I'm, come in, come in from corporate. Mm, I just, I think I'm up for you know, a promotion. I'm really excited about it. I'm just gonna stop you there. You don't want to go to that meeting. What? Of course I do. I'm pretty sure you and your daughter are in trouble. We're uh, in danger. Carl Lockhart and I go back. Years. I'm sure We've been you best do. friends since we were on the golf team in high school. I I have information that says otherwise. Please listen to us when I say that you and your daughter are in danger. You know what? 
you seem like real nice kids, and I, uh, I respect you. But I gotta get to this meeting, because my livelihood depends on it ever since my wife left me and took the car and the house and all of my belongings and my entire finance system. But that's not neither here nor there. So I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna go talk to Carl real quick. I promise I'll be back in about five minutes. How I'll tall is this person? Take care now, Pumpkin. Don't you worry about a thing. How tall is this person? He's like 6'4". So he's my height. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> He just kind of nods at you and, like, walks out the uh, I'm I'm moving to block his way because no. Roll me Dex and Athletics. Uh, while he's doing that, I'm going to kind of crouch next to Hannah and be like, Hannah, I, I, I'm really worried about your dad, and I'm really worried about you. And you hear like, screaming you. coming down the hallway. And that's part of why we're worried. Uh, so yeah. If you could please come with us and convince your daddy to come with us, we want to take you somewhere that. Christina, roll me since warm again. Sorry. You're fine. The athletics check is in there. Well, this is a strange turn of events, sir. My daughter has cancer. We can't exactly move her right now. She's in no stable condition to move. Christina, we will... the effects of the worm are starting to recede from this room rapidly. Really? Yes. As the screaming grows louder, the worm is retreating from this room. Okay. I, I think I more or less know kind of what's going on, possibly. Uh, so while the screaming's going on, I'm going to look at Hannah and be like, I really think you should come with us. I think it'll be safer. I want to make sure you're okay, and I want to make sure your dad's okay. But I'm very worried. Who the hell are you two, anyway? How did you get past security? I'm really worried about if your daddy goes to this meeting. Do you think you could tell him that you'd like to come with us and we could take you somewhere safe, please? Daddy? Daddy, is it okay if I move so soon after surgery? Well, darling, not exactly. You run the risk of actually causing a lot of damage. I can tell you guys really don't want me to go to this meeting, and it looks like, oh, there goes Clark. Hi, Clark. Bye, Clark. I'm sorry. Hi, there goes Carl. Hi, Carl. Bye, Carl. And as you look, that same dude in the suit goes running down the hallway. I don't care about that dude. I do, but I don't at this instance. And he's just like, well, it looks like Carl's a little busy. So you know what, Pumpkin? Oh, nope, they're leaving. Uh, that man was alive when he came in here. We can't let that get out to the press. Please don't tell anybody you saw that. Oh, of course. I wouldn't tell anybody I saw that if you come with us, please. And he just kind of looks at you and goes, I really don't feel comfortable with this situation, but I don't really have a choice. It's more like we're doing this for your own safety. Please don't look at it another way. He just goes, well, you know what? Someone just died down the hallway. And my oldest friend and a bunch of men in suits that I've never seen before just left here with all of the bodies that have been brought in that we were supposed to wrap up and send to the CDC. So I think I'm going to go leave this hospital, um, and, uh, get ready for the karaoke contest. I would suggest that you just come with us and make sure your daughter is settled in what do elsewhere. We need to, what do we need to take with her? With us? With her? Because I don't well, it's want gonna her take to... take at least two days for us to, uh, organize any kind of transport system to get her out of here safely without causing her serious and possible permanent harm. But... Good luck, guys. I would be happy to arrange that. But right now, my little Hannah needs her. Mm, so, 
here's the problem. We need to move her as soon as possible. What conditions do we need to meet to make sure she can be moved sooner than later? Christina, uh, yeah. can you roll me uh, perception and awareness? Or uh, perception and alertness, like a yeah. perception check. By the way, Maury, uh, listening to you deal with that child is has been great. Uh, seven successes. Yeah, you're good. You hear, you feel something not of this world touching your tattoo. You hear, a, you hear a voice in your mind that says, the light is safe. Thank you for standing guard long enough for us to deal with the intruders. I have the information stolen from his mind. He will never be able to give that information to another again. Uh, so, you, like, when that happens, you just kind of see Odessa just kind of stare off for a second and then blink really hard. Uh, I think she might be okay here for right now. But I, uh, Tom, you said, correct? Yeah, God, Tom Gardell. Damn nice to meet Damn fine to meet you, folks. I think, uh... As quickly as you can, you should make arrangements for your daughter to leave here. All I, right. I really don't think it's safe. And like I said, we know some very top-notch medical professionals that would put this hospital to shame. And I would love for your daughter to meet them and be treated with them. Well, you know what? You seem like such nice folks. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be happy to oblige. Well. I'm going to need to get some money together if I'm going to be able to move her. So I really do need to go to this karaoke contest, but that's not a problem. I think I can win it this year. I've got a secret weapon up my sleeve, if you know what I mean. Well, how much how much money do you think you would need? About $5,000. Okay. Um, mm. He's just grinning at you, you guys. Why don't you stay here with your daughter? We'll see if we can win it for you. How about that? Well, but being honest, I was also gonna ask somebody out tonight. Kind of a big moment. I haven't... I Is haven't this the right that. time to do that? Well, now or never, I'm gonna be leaving the city and saying goodbye forever. I should probably tell the woman I'm madly in love with. It wouldn't happen to be Debbie, would it? How did you know? My secret! It's fine. I just I'm very good at uh, finding things out. Um, she's so midwestern. Well, where? So, is there? Why don't you just go and talk to her? Just tell her how you feel. You don't have to do some big. But I do. It's the Cardell way. <laughs> but do you think that's actually going to impress her? Do you think? It's all I've got. It's no, all I've got in this it's world. Not. You can literally go to her and tell her how you feel. I don't think doing some grand gesture is going to make it any better. It's the same feeling. She probably would like something a little more intimate and, you know, close and personal than some big grand thing. I don't think somebody wants you to profess their feelings in, to them in front of everyone. It kind of puts them on the spot and especially just makes them uncomfortable. 
I put my hand on his shoulder and I look him in the eyes and I say, be honest, be true. Grand gestures hide what you feel. You they, know what? You are just the damn nicest folks I think I've ever met. Do you play golf? I do not play golf. What is what is golf? It's a fantastic game. Sportsmanship, patience, calculations. I'm getting off track. I think I'm going to take your advice. You know what? I'm going to go talk to Debbie. Thank you. And Absolutely. thank you for helping me with my daughter. Absolutely. And he just kind of like nods and walks out. And a little boy about 14 walks in and goes, Hey, Hannah. Dad's going to the to the to the Applebee's to finally tell Debbie how he feels. I'm gonna hang out with you, okay, sweetie? <laughs> he just walks in and there's just two random people in there with his sister. Doesn't question he it. He kind of looks at you two and goes, "What the hell are you doing? I, I'm I. Can you give me? Can you leave? Uh, this is my sister. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to my dad?" Yes, we're friends of your dad's. We're actually just talking about moving your sister to a better medical facility. Oh, thank God. I hate this place. Thank you. Um, Give me a second. So I... Is there a piece of paper somewhere that I could write on? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to scribble down the cell phone number for the burner phone I have. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hand it... I'm going to hand it to him and I'll be like... I forgot to give this to your dad before he left, but can you give this to him and tell him that it's my number? Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, what's your name? Who the fuck are you? Odessa. I, I'm I'm Liam. Liam. Nice to meet you, Liam. Cool. And so he just kind of like takes a seat and starts like talking to his sister. And like he pulls out a Nintendo Switch. He's like, I did just get a new game and I was going to play it first, but... You know what? Why don't you t- uh, play it and you teach me about it? And he passes her the switch, and the two just like start talking and hanging out. Before Sid leaves, he goes over to the two of them and pats the little the pats Hannah on the head and says, "We will be back, and we will help you." And then he leaves. Hello, Brendan here. We hope you enjoyed this episode. This season's theme song is The Beginning by Lost European. Other music in this episode was provided by Citizen X, The Zombie Dandies, and Jazar. You can follow us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost for myself and GM Crow One for Julia. You can send questions for us to answer to A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share. Next week, Mage returns as things are about to get crazy as a cult steps out of the shadows. Until next time, listeners, in the immortal words of Kresimir, MASTER YOUR OWN DESTINY! All the beginning I